0: Hey, hello, hi. Welcome to and or back to the theory Podcast. I am your host, Jill trees And this week's episode, we're back. <laughs> um, this week's episode or this year's episode, I'm not sure. Um, nevertheless, it is the theory Podcast and I have so much to update you guys on and share with you guys and ramble about as per usual. So I hope that you are ready for this and are buckling in and let's get into it. Have I missed that theme? It sounds so nice. And I don't know. It goes kind of hard in headphones. I don't know. I like it. I turn the shit up. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Anyway, so first things first. We have some housekeeping things. I've been gone for a while. So we need to we need to do a little dusting, a little vacuuming, if you will. Um, first things first. You may have noticed when you saw this pop up on your your podcasting app or on your Facebook feed or wherever you saw these changes taking place what is this podcast? What is this new podcast? This doesn't look like anything I've seen before. It's the Echo Theory podcast. It's purple now. It's purple. I made it purple because I'm a little bit of a control freak. And I was like, I've grown, I've changed. And the the old branding no longer aligns with who I am. And so that's what I did. (laughs) I changed it. And I got my handy dandy iPad out and I doodled some things. And I wanted to come up with a concept that married horses and mental health in a not super cheesy way so hopefully you don't think it's super cheesy i love it personally i think it's delightful and wonderful i gotta move some things because my cast jumping down please carry on move along sir go away i love but get out um so yeah i wanted to to redo the design and that little redo came with a whole lot of stuff i had to redo On my website so that looks completely different but it exists now (laughs) you can take a look at it I think it's the best website I've had so far it really does shine on desktop but it's also available on mobile so just so you know um but yeah there's all the resources are still there all that good stuff um but yeah so we're back baby what happened Where have I been um let's not get into that yet let's keep let's keep going on track Jill you got this okay so um the frequency of the podcast, right? Uh, it's not been great. I took a year off almost nearly. I can't believe it's been a year. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but I don't know how frequent it will be. My goal is to go back to every Tuesday. I would like that to be the case. Um, but I think we need to leave the door open because um, sometimes uh, routine works really well for me. And then other times I get so stressed out because I missed a week and I'm like, well, I might as well not post ever again, I guess. Um, so, um, goals every week, but do forgive me if it doesn't happen. Um, that said, uh, I also have something else that I would like to discuss with you folks. Okay. You remember I had a Patreon and um, I no longer have a Patreon. It's gone. I deleted it the whole thing because it was still charging people after I said pause. So I refunded everybody. Um, I hope. <laughs> um, and I, I just, Patreon drives me insane. I don't like the interface. It doesn't work right. And it bothers me. Um, so I found somewhere else to go because I like to to minimize things. I want to simplify. So, I'm using another platform called Supercast where I will be hopefully in the coming weeks able to upload ad-free versions of episodes. Now, the ones that are like baked into the episode that like I read aloud or somebody sent me, those are already in the episode. I can't get rid of them. So, on Supercast it says from episode 106 on, so I will do my best to prevent that from happening. Um so ad free. And I would like to, you know, I did the Q and A's for a while where I, you guys would send me training and behavior questions and I answer them in the Q and A episodes. Now, what I would like to do is offer a premium episode, uh, once a week as well, where I answer one or a couple questions. Um, and like, you know, a 20, 30 minute, maybe an hour episode. Um, I'd also like to use those for deep dives and more personal episodes. It's if you listen to psychology in Seattle podcast, which if you don't know, I'm a huge fan of, um, it's structured very similarly to the way Kirkonda does it, where the deep divey, well-researched big episodes are the more, um, the ones that are behind the paywall, but I've got a sliding scale set up. So it'll be, um, from five to $15 a month. You pay what you want, you know, um, so yeah, I think it's a pretty cool setup and you'll also have access to the Discord server, but wait, but wait, if you click on this episode's details and you scroll down to the description, there will be a link to the Discord server because now it's open to all. It's no longer behind a paywall and you can have access to it because I, I want there to be a little space where people can have fun and talk about different topics related to horses and um, have chats and voice rooms and all of that good stuff. And I have the best mods in the world, <laughs> and uh, who might be like the podcast is coming back now. I got to do this again. Latest, latest, latest. Hit me up <laughs> if you don't want to do it anymore. Let me know, please, God. Um, but yeah, so I want to sort of open open the door to the Discord server and allow it to be public for you guys, and um, you know, also help revamp it. You know, it's it's slowing down, and it makes me sad. Um, I'm in there sometimes, but I am just. So busy um, that I and like also in this past year, since I haven't been posting, like my phone gets left in my bedroom and I forget about it. <laughs> like, I do not, I'm not online as online as I used to be for sure. Um, and I think I'm like most people after COVID that all I do is scroll on TikTok if I'm on my phone, but beyond that, I'm not on it. <laughs> and I try to be in nature and um, reading more than anything. So, yeah. That's, that's where we're at. Um, yeah. Okay. So discord, discord is open unlocked. Um, I'm hoping that eventually I'll be able to reinstate the monthly meetings like I was doing for the patrons, um, for those that subscribe on, um, Supercast. and no matter what, you know, level you subscribe at, there aren't levels. It's one level, but it's on a sliding scale. Um, so again, pay what you can and, um, so hopefully at some point I'll be able to have those monthly meetings back because it really isn't a lot, but like, here's the deal, right? So right now, this is another reason that it's, it's been hard for me to want to like figure out if I can come back right now or not, or if I should just wait. And I ultimately decided like, just do it and <laughs> let's see what happens. We'll figure it out. Um, Cause ultimately it's easier for me to adjust than it is for me to get started in a transition period. So that's what we've, we've learned in our reflective time. Um, but so right now I am entering my last semester of my clinical mental health counseling master's program. Okay. So at the end of the semester I'll be applying to get my um I don't know, my license to be a licensed associate counselor. And then I've got a few more years before I'm a licensed professional counselor. Um so what that means for you is that I will be doing my counseling job uh roundabouts three days a week for the next six months until december i guess that's not six months uh next few months until december and so um once i graduate then i'll be looking to have a job where i'm working full time because oh my god inflation goes crazy okay it goes crazy and i don't like it so um i will be be working five days a week And a lot of those hours stretch into after hours time, which I do not like, because I am very, um, anti-capitalist in that way, where I'm like, I work from this time to this time, and after hours is my time to be with my horses, or to read the books that I want to read, or to live my frickin' life, I don't know, um... So yeah, it's, I'm also setting those boundaries that I discuss with clients, you know, of like, we can't live our whole lives to work. Um, But inflation goes crazy. (laughs) So finding that balance is very difficult. But that said, when I'm working five days a week, it will be potentially more difficult for me to find time to record and edit and upload and do all of those wonderful things. But Um, again, inflation goes crazy. So I need to pay to live. And uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about the social work, um, social work field, it's not crazy profitable. Um, So yeah, (laughs) that's, that's where we're at right now. So that's, that's why the premium feed and all of that. Um, I'm trying to decide if it's better to offer that now and then hope I can adhere to it. Um, but I have a, a very bad, um, perhaps attributable to ADHD, hyperfiction, hyperfiction, hyperfixation, um, just skipped a whole syllable there. Um, tendency to overpromise underdeliver under deliver, because I feel like when I feel good, I am like, I'm going to do all this. And then when I get tired and unmotivated, then I'm like, ah, I can't do this anymore and then I stop, and then people are upset with me, and I don't want that, and you guys don't deserve that. So, trying to figure out what the best course of action is. Um, So, I'm hoping to get that started, and worst case scenario, I do it till December, and then once I start the job, and I go, no, 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 then I will no longer accept your money, you know? Um, But that's that's where that stands. That is the housekeeping. That has been 10 minutes of updates on what the future of the podcast looks like. Okay. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Okay, so moving into lifey things, right? So first things first, how are the girlies doing? Zoe and Azula are doing wonderfully. They are thriving, love and life. And um, I've had some exciting moments with Miss Rue. Um, so <laughs> we we feed alfalfa to the horses in basically big water troughs that have like little holes drilled in the bottom. Um, just to keep it from hurting the grass. Um, you know, just throwing alfalfa out there and it helps cut down on some of the waste. So anyway, um the horses often flip them over. So I there was one night I was out there standing on wood and Azula came up beside it, and I'm scratching her scratchy scratching. and then all of a sudden I'm like sitting side saddle on her, and we've been doing this for a little while. Um And she's very comfortable with my weight on her and me jumping all around her. So, um, my, my plan was originally to spend the whole summer focusing on, um, working with her to basically get her quote unquote, uh, well, I guess we don't have to say that anymore. I always forget there's an alternative, get her started (laughs) under saddle, um, instead of thing broke to ride. Um, but yeah, so I've been that was my goal <laughs> originally. Um, and then my eczema humbled me. Um, so when I go outside and I sweat the salt, I guess, dries out my skin and then it gets very, uh, rashy, like welty. <laughs> and then it stings and it burns and it itches and then it bleeds because somebody scratches and I don't know who that is. Um, and <laughs> I just, I like literally am allergic to my own sweat basically. Um, so I'm working on trying to, to address the baseline inflammation in my body, but that's a difficult thing to do. So, um, it's, it's taking some time and it's very hot in Arkansas. It's it, the heat isn't even so bad as the humidity. Oh my God. It's like, uh, 110 degrees with a 90% humidity. Like it's sweltering, it's oppressive and I hate it. Um, so more reasons to move out of Arkansas, trying to leave. I promise that that is my goal. Um, and I'm hoping originally I was like, let me get out of here (laughs) when I graduate. I don't know if that's going to be realistic since I'm not making any money right now. Um, because again, allergic to being outside basically. So not, not doing great in that department. Um, as far as working for the horses. Um, and so I... I'm like mm, maybe I need to get a job here for a little bit before I go moving across the country, but uh, yeah. So Azula's been really good, been like leaning on her, laying on her, doing all of that. Haven't like proper sat on her yet, um, because it always seems to be when I like have neither a helmet nor a halter or anything and as much as I love to be one of those girlies, that's like, Oh no, oh my God, bond trust. And I've done the work. So I don't need that. Um, my awareness of my own mortality tells me that I do in fact need to have, um, just, just something, you know, for my own like mental state, because even just like being around it, my heart rate goes up <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we got to rein it back in. Cause I don't want to make her nervous. And so, you know, and they're also like, A bunch of young horses in her field that spook at things frequently um so i gotta move the round pen and so i have a a space to work with her in that is less open um just just a little safe for everyone um but yeah so so that's where we're at and mostly i've just been enjoying the summer with them like just hanging out with zoe and rue and petting them scratching them loving on them just not asking anything of anybody um and I've been having a great time with it, and I thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> so, um, God forbid you don't like actually do anything with your horses, quote unquote. <laughs> um, Azula's not complaining. She she loves the little massages and scratches and all that good stuff. So I'm not complaining either. But yeah, so that that's how the horses have been. All the other animals are doing great as well. Uh, Wally Zuko and Myla Bean everybody's living life. Those are my two cats and my dog, if you're not familiar. Um, and yeah, so still living, laughing and loving in Arkansas. And speaking of love, (laughs) um, I guess I should, should address just a little bit. Um, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while and you've heard all the episodes, you know that I've addressed my relationships in the past. And, um, this is not going to be one of those times where (laughs) I address the past relationship. Um, from a more critical stance. Um, I still have a lot of respect and care for that relationship. I really do cherish it for what it was. It, it brought a lot of light and happiness and peace <laughs> in a time that was not to that. And I really do have a lot of gratitude and I appreciate that relationship. Um, but if you have listened to recent episodes, Um, since it's crazy (laughs) and it probably sounds like wild as a a listener, if you have recently started in the last episode you listened to, I'm like heartbroken that, uh, my partner at the time had, um, just been sent to another country, another continent on the other side of the world. Um, and that forced a, a break, but ultimately, you know, on reflection, like wonderful human have only love and light for that person. Um, but you know, it's as far as like super compatible, probably not. Uh, we wanted very different things and, um, you know, that's just the way things go. We're just people and trying to figure out what fits and what doesn't. And I, I think that, you know, you and somebody can not fit and still, that, I mean, that doesn't mean anything bad. Right. And, um, now, things have changed a little bit where I am now with somebody that we both fit we fit so well it feels like I have known Sean since the like since my soul began I don't know if that makes any sense at all but um we we met and on Tinder (laughs) so um here's the deal right after I got out of my last relationship, I was like, I'm not going to get distracted. <laughs> I am going to get out of Arkansas. I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to grind. But if you've ever lived in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, um, you get very bored and very lonely. And to where we're like on Bumble f- Friends, Bumble BFF, looking for friends, found a friend. Um, we went out a couple times. I'm just not really like, I, I just don't do well, like going out, you know, that's just not my thing. Um, and I don't know, really just because I don't like drinking and I feel like that's kind of a part of it. And there's just nothing to do here also. Um, So it didn't make it easy. So, you know, of course I ended back up on dating apps and I was like, we're just exploratory purposes only. We're not going to be like falling in love out here. And that's exactly what happened. I accidentally found my soulmate. He had just moved here and um, he didn't know anybody. (laughs) And we just started talking and just the length of the paragraphs man just got out of control I I might have found somebody who likes to talk as much as I like to talk um and it just spiraled from there into like we met and talked for hours I mean I couldn't even tell you how long our first date was I mean probably like a solid four or five hours like it was ridiculous just talking not doing anything just talking um we did wander around to Barnes and Noble though so um that that was how I knew ultimately he was my soulmate. Um, <laughs> just kidding, but I'm not also. Um, and then I always joke, I'm like, no matter how hard I tried to like dig my heels in and slow it down, like I fell so hard and so fast, like just fell in love the hardest I ever have felt straight on my face. And, um, like just, uh, to sum it up, like I have never felt more heard more seen more understood and more like I matter in my life and I feel like that's a very hard thing to do and I feel like a lot of that has also been the work that I've done but he's also facilitated a lot of that like he's been very encouraging and very um uh, he's I just really learning through example like he's very dedicated to being mindful paying attention to what your body's telling you your heart is telling you and Like, what do you feel? What do you want? And respecting that and not putting yourself down or shaming yourself for like, I'm really tired today. (laughs) I woke up not feeling that great. Like it just is, you know, it doesn't have to be like a, a thing to fix. And so being allowed that space and having somebody that sees you and gets you like that, I feel like it's very hard to find. And it's something that's incomparable, you know, like there's just, there's nothing like it. And it's something that I think everyone deserves to find and to have. And, um, it, we've been together for, I think like almost nine months now. And, um, I just, I fall more and more in love with him every day. And he is just, he's my best friend. He's the best partner I've ever had. And like, it feels like a partnership. Like we are two halves of the same brain. Um, he reads my mind and it's funny because it's, I've always joked with like Sonny or I, my best friend that um, lives a good ways away from me. Um, I've always joked like, I need you in guy form because you get me and you, I don't have to say things. You like read my mind and you understand things. Um, and I, <laughs> it's funny that I, I feel like I've found that in this entirely different human that is neither me nor anyone else in my life and is just his own authentic person and is just so wholesome and pure and sweet. And like, like to give you an idea, the second time we are, okay, so date one, um, at the very end of the date, he <laughs> gave me a Tupperware container of cookies that he baked for me because I said my favorite and I got them like, and I was like, okay, this is only not weird because you're you, you know, he's one of those guys that's like, okay, <laughs> you get, you get a pass. And, um, it was so sweet and they were delicious. Also so good. Best cookies I've ever had in my life. And the second time we hung out, um, he came over and made me dinner, um, drove an hour, made me dinner. Cause he was living in little rock at the time. He drove an hour <laughs> and stopped at the grocery store and got Mila, my dog treats he got the horse's carrots and he got the cat's cat treats and he got me flowers and the food and then made it and I was like I don't know what to do with this (laughs) like what is this and um he's that's just who he is he's just thoughtful considerate and kind and sees people and cares about them so deeply and I just I I could rave about him I could go on for all day and so I, I will spare you my gushing and my sappiness, but I'm, I'm very excited about him and he deserves to, to be, you know, exalted in that way. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right word, but like, I don't know. He just deserves to be bragged on and I, I love him to death. So, um, anyway, our five-year plan is to GTFO out of Arkansas and move our happy little selves and have a little farm. And, Colorado in the mountains somewhere god i just i just want to be in the mountains it's been my dream for a few years now and uh i just want to be out of arkansas also i hate it here i love my family and being near them and being with sunny and all these horses but i just i do not like arkansas it's not my jam i want to be out so that's the goal um but yeah so that's that's been the biggest development um totally just met my soulmate by accident like just oh I don't need to go down that road again because I'll just I'll start all over again but I love him I'm grateful I'm so lucky and I like I said I could go on all day so um in that vein um a big a big reason that it's taken me so long to get back as well has been the the mental health thing and a lot of it has been tied to my physical health and just being so frustrated Uh, it's been like almost two years now, I think, or three. I don't know. I lost count. Um, since I got off hormonal birth control because I was experiencing such bad joint pain, good God. And, um, it just, my joint pain was really awful. Uh, I didn't realize how depressed and brain foggy I was, um, until I got off. And then I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like, I feel like myself again. I feel brighter and more awake and, um, you know just having like normal natural sex hormones back in my body um and it it has been a tumultuous journey to say the least but um my f- my acne is finally clearing up and getting better as i work on healing my gut and my endocrine system and working with my body instead of constantly talking horrible about it and treating it as an enemy and being like no bodies are actually like really freaking miraculous and what they do is incredible if you are literate in reading your body um and that's i think one of the biggest failings of western society is that we're not taught how to understand our bodies especially the female body um and like how your Um, hormones work and like, what is going on (laughs) with the whole system, you know? And so um, I've, I've really dedicated a lot of time to reading and learning about all of that and trying to start to align myself more with femininity and not look at it as this horrible, awful, bad thing that it's weak, that it's cringy, that it's annoying. Um, and like start to embrace who I am, and uh, like work with my body instead of trying to suppress it. Um, so that's been sort of a, an existential, philosophical, physical, mental thing. <laughs> it's, it's been very messy and interesting uh, process of discovery. And I, I've really le- learned a lot from the process. Um, and that's something I hope to speak to a little bit more in a later episode. Um, but I did add... On the new website, I added a tab called Human, where because I've been like reading a lot of books, and I've uh, added some there, and I've really found okay, just a quick ADHD folk tangent. Um, I've really found that if you can swing it, <laughs> right, like um, because I use audible or audiobooks, and sometimes it's really hard for me to pay attention to audiobooks, um, but on. The flip side it's very hard for me to pay attention to nonfiction books um fiction books I can breeze through all day long if I'm interested in it and even if I'm interested in nonfiction, I can but it's still hard for me to like grasp the whole thing and I have a little bit of like a control problem we'll say with like I need to make sure that I'm really getting all the information and then I like won't move on out of a chapter because I'm like I didn't actually pay attention so then I reread so okay anyway ADHD tangent is, I highly recommend if you are somebody that is a little bit distractible reading, listen to the audiobook and then go back chapter by chapter, listen to the audiobook chapter and then go back to the physical book and then highlight. <laughs> it sounds so annoying um, and take notes. If you're actually trying to learn the material, like a lot of it has been for um, like clinical mental health stuff um, and it's it's really helped me a lot to listen to it and then like go to the actual book because then i find myself skimming and reading a bit faster instead of getting hung up on something cuz i'm like oh i remember saying that oh, okay i missed that sentence you know um and it goes faster and one of the best apps that, and this is not spons you know um one of the best apps for that is it's called scribd i think scribed s c r i b d um it's super inexpensive it's cheaper than audible um, and it has this incredible library. It has PDFs, like a lot of, a lot of like PDFs that are behind a paywall you can get on Scribd, which is really cool. Um, so I found a lot of like cycle syncing recipes and things like that on Scribd. Um, so I have that in Audible that I use. Um, and I'm really enjoying it because I feel like I'm able to actually learn things where I feel like there's been a bit of a barrier for me before with nonfiction stuff, but Anyway, (laughs) I digress. That has been really eye opening. Like some of my favorite books that I've read recently were um, In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. Vitti? Vitti? Not sure. Um, Fantastic, wonderful eye opener to how the 28 day cycle actually works. It's not, um, you know, the 24 hour male hormonal cycle. Um, We do have our circadian rhythm. That's the. 24 hour, but there's also the 28 day infradian rhythm, um, that I had never heard of in my life. I don't know if your health class taught you about like how your hormones work in a menstrual cycle, but, um, that was absolutely game changing to me to actually understand that I don't have to be the same all the time, that I can practice some acceptance and compassion towards myself when I'm not feeling up to certain tasks and try and arrange those tasks that I'm more, um, I don't know, teed up for, I guess. (laughs) I don't know, I'm dating a golfer, so that's, that's all that's coming to the brain right now. Um, you know, you're primed, that's the word. Um, you know different different times during the menstrual cycle your hormones are more uh they prime you more for different things to be more tuned into different things like are you more social or are you more um detail oriented and i've now that i've started paying attention to that um and just noting cuz i can't keep up with anything in my brain so i don't know <laughs> i don't unless i refer to i made a chart you know Um, Unless I refer to the chart of what week you're supposed to be more this or that. Um, I've just been noting like what feels more like, what do I feel more drawn to in the weeks? And it very much aligns. Um, So it's really interesting um, if that's your thing. Um, And beyond that, the um, I've been reading Bessel van der Kolk's book, The Body Keeps Score, which is a really, really graphic and aggressive book about trauma but it has been very eye-opening and has made me like really start to rethink and reframe a lot of things and that that has been a very pivotal book for me and in terms of again practicing self-compassion, understanding, you know, things about myself, things about clients and um yeah, I mean, I really encourage that book be read but do know that there is a lot of graphic um content about abuse in there so just a heads up um so yeah i've been reading a lot and a lot of books and i just wanted to throw out that little little and not maybe life hack because it definitely is harder to listen to the book but i don't know it's i get bored in the car only listening to music and i drive a lot so i'm like "Mm, let's listen to an audiobook um while i clean or drive or whatever um but only after you listen to the equi-theory podcast okay cool um but yeah so that's that's sort of where the state of affairs lies and um yeah things are going really really well (laughs) which is kind of weird to say because there's been a lot of stress lately um just swirling around and me trying to figure out like when am I going to get started back to the podcast when am I going to do x y and z and like well I need to have all of these things finished first before I get going and I'm just I, you know, I find the things work best when I'm just like feeling like inspired to do it. And um, this is one of those times where I'm just like, yeah, let's let's go ahead and let's get into it. So something else that I also sort of want to touch on a little bit is my relationship to social media. You know, I I mentioned my relationship with my phone has changed a lot, where I'm no longer tethered to it, checking comments, answering DMs, looking at emails, looking at other people's content, constantly consuming, seeking out, producing, 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 producing. And the second I put that away and took a break from it, like the peace I feel in my body is unmatched. Like it really has been a game changer. And um I want to move forward with a similar intention to keep a distance there you know, a healthy boundary, and only really do what feels in alignment and, like, it feels right to me, and that is, sounds so woo-wee and hard to do, but I think we've accepted that this has become a bit of a woo-woo-wee podcast, um, but also, is it, or is it just westernization is, um, considers anything <laughs> that is more, maybe, eastern-leaning to be alternative Um, when there's like ancient history and thousands of years backing it, but it's fine, whatever. (laughs) Sure. Alternative. Um, so yeah, just being mindful and practicing, um, you know, some thoughtful, intentive, is that a word? Attentive to intention movement through, through this life, um, has brought a lot of like really good things for me. Like I said, my face is clearing up. My eczema is clearing up. Um, and I just, I feel better mentally. I feel like I don't get rattled by things as much. I'm not constantly stressed and anxious and out of breath and like overwhelmed. And, um, you know, it's just, it's been a, a really good transition. So, um, I'll be interested to see moving forward, like what my relationship with social media is like. Um, You know like i said i'm trying to simplify and pare down to where it's not like i have eight bajillion accounts on every platform Um, but i also don't want to overwhelm the youtube channel so i'm gonna continue to have a separate youtube channel and instagram but um yeah if if you're listening and you have not yet subscribed to the youtube channel please do because once the sub count goes over a thousand then i can monetize it which would be de freaking lightful of you and, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess the, really the last thing I want to touch on, God, how, how did I go for like four hours at one point? This is ridiculous. My throat hurts. I do have a sinus infection though. So, um, you know what, we'll, we'll start out light. We'll start out a little shorter and then we'll, we'll work on the, into it. Okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so the last thing I want to touch on is my relationship with horses. Um, because that has changed quite a bit. Like I said. Um, you know, a a lot of things changed once I started doing horses, quote unquote, professionally, both from the positive reinforcement standpoint and just riding and competing, um, more on a professional basis, if you can call it that. I don't, I don't know that I would, but I can never tell if it's imposter syndrome or if it's like justified, be humble, you know? Whoa, very, don't fly into the window bird, get off. (laughs) Um, a little bird came to say hi. We have a hummingbird too, that comes to say bye. Hi. And I love him or her or them. (laughs) And, uh, apparently hummingbirds mean good things. So I love seeing the little birdie. Um, I've turned into a bird person. It's weird. I bought like little bird feeders for the cats to see like out the window. And I just, I look at them more than the cats do. Um, but anyway, so (laughs) relationship with horses has changed quite a bit since going pro quote unquote. And I think the social media also had a lot to do with like me sort of losing my passion for it. Um, and you know, I talked to my partner a lot about this because he played baseball in college and he was like, yeah, absolutely. Just like killed my love for it because it very much becomes a job and it's something that you have to do, not something that you're doing just because you love it and you want to. And, um, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. Um, and I'm trying to sort of, because I love Azula, but does my passion for like riding and training like so hard still live? It's, I'm like trying to find where does that lie? Like my dreams are, <laughs> I see the TikToks of, um, there's this one girl or... I don't even know if it's a girl. I don't know. Why. I'm assuming. I guess because most riders are girls, but there's this one individual that I follow on TikTok that um, I'm sure if I'm sure most of you know who I'm talking about. Um, but they have a horse that they often ride bridleless through these crazy trails in like Utah, Arizona, Colorado, and um, just going on a little a little hike with your pony, just riding. And I'm like, that is my freaking dream. That's all I want. I don't really care much to. To jump or to be competitive i just want to explore and absorb nature and participate and do that with little miss rudy toot and um, i think she would love that as well so that's sort of the direction i'm going and that will still involve a lot of training and you know a lot i mean it just will so i'm excited to to start moving that direction and share with you guys the process of um you know getting Azula started under saddle and making those changes because I had planned to to work with her this summer but it's just I mean it's too bloody hot it really is like it's a 100 degrees and 90% humidity is 110 real feel like it's it's wild I hate it here (laughs) um I've made peace with my situation and I appreciate it and love it for what it is but it's not it girl it's not (laughs) I want to move um so that that's up on the agenda and uh yeah I don't know I am very excited to see what um what the future brings with Azula and I will absolutely be sharing you know the journey with her of starting her under saddle and you know getting, getting that going. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Uh, and I don't really have much more to say and I feel like it's going to be a lot of uh, uh, ums. So, you know, let me know what you're, you're looking forward to here. Um, there is the listener survey that's also linked below, um, that will cover, you know, like, when do you like to, to post? What kind of content do you also consume? What episode types do you like on the podcast? What do you not like? Um, and so if you would take some time, fill out that survey, thank you to those of you who have already done that because, oh my God, so many of you did. I can't believe that. Um, but every voice matters obviously. And I do read them and I thoroughly, thoroughly appreciate that because it really helps me gauge like, what does the audience want? Um, but yeah, so I am very much looking forward to getting into, to being back regularly, having topics and not just a strictly updates episode like this one. Um, And beyond that, hopefully getting into the, the premium feed episodes where I can share with you all of the things that I think feel, and I'm extending the, you know, uh, like members only questions to beyond just like training and behavior and more, um, life and like relationship based with horses and things like that. Like, are you having an existential crisis with your horses? Cause I feel like I have really resonated with that a lot lately. Like where do I align? And I don't know, just woo woo things not to write it off, but, um, so yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Uh, and I'm gonna, I think, go ahead and wrap it up. So, let me know what you guys think, what you feel, what you understood from this. Um, and yeah, let's, let's see where this goes moving forward. And I, I look forward to speaking with you guys next week, shooting for Tuesday, but we'll see. (laughs) All right. Bye.